episode six of the From the Stands, the Cool Picks show. And thank you to our uh, main sponsor, Matthew DeCastro and Matt Creative, for your work with the show. So let's get Cabby in here. And we will, we will be ready to roll. Just waiting. There he is. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you, man? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. Am I Wonderful. Am I coming through clear to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Good. So how's, how's things, man? How's life? How is life? Um, boy, that is a that is a big question. Okay. Uh, all things, things are pretty good, all things considered. Okay. How about that? Good. Yeah, well, it's been a while since we've last chatted. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time, especially to join us on on the from the sand show that I kind of started uh, six weeks ago. I had to think of something to do with my time uh, while we're all quarantined at home. I feel you. Yeah, we're doing the same thing at uh, Bleacher Report. Nice. How's Bleacher Report doing? Wonderful. We uh, sat a bunch of we did three meetings today about something that's pretty big on Wednesday. So I won't say it yet because I don't want to jinx it, but. Um, there's an opportunity for me to speak to a couple of icons. So I'm, I'm super pumped about it. That's awesome. I, well, we will definitely have to uh, make sure to wait for that uh, on Wednesday. Um, we'll get right into things, though. Uh, my first question is for you is, how did you get into broadcasting? Uh, the short story is, when I was a student at Ryerson, I interned at a television station called The Score. And... I was a script writer along with Tim McAuliffe, Sid Sixero, Adnan Virk, um, and we were writing scripts for Greg Sansoni and Mark Hebsher. So that's how I got in there. And after three years, I pitched an idea to be to be a man on the street. And after shooting a couple of segment idea or segments, then my boss allowed us to air them on Sunday nights, and that's how I got started. Nice. Um, now you now live in Vegas, moving from. Uh, Toronto to Vegas um, after leaving TSN to join Bleacher Report. How was the move for you going from like living in Toronto, growing up in Toronto to going to the big lights of Vegas? Um, it it took a little while to adjust, mostly because the strip is like um, it's like a giant movie theater, and everything is like big and it's loud and it's um, and I you realize quickly that people that work in Las Vegas, don't live near the Strip. They live away from the Strip, and that's how you maintain some sense of uh, uh, sanity. But it's like it was super exciting. Like I, I'm working, I worked on a betting show primarily. We developed a game show. Now we're kind of doing a trivia show and, and modifying that to uh, uh, our game show once life resumes. Um, so content-wise, it was like mostly football and basketball, which I love. And obviously at TSN, the NFL of Canada is the NHL. Um, so I don't interview people as much here as I did in at TSN, so I missed that part. But just the opportunity to work with Bleacher Report on a huge digital platform and a, a huge broadcast partner like Turner Sports has been awesome. Yeah, you actually did, just touched on uh, something that I'm going to ask on my next question, interviewing athletes. As part of your skit with uh, TSN, you ran Cabby Presents, where you got to do different sketches and different interviews with uh, like a whole wide variety of athletes. What was that like, and how did that kind of get started up uh, at TSN? Uh, well, I've been working at The Score and Sportsnet for about 10 years, and I was interviewing primarily at, as an interviewer at Sportsnet. I worked on a couple of magazine shows, J-Zone and NBXL, and then at The Score, just like Cabby on the street, and then 
we did a package 30 minute show called Cabbie Unlimited. So that was all interviewing athletes. So then when the opportunity uh, came along to work uh, with TSN, they had already seen uh, a bulk of the interviews that I'd done, including a bunch of stuff with Kobe Bryant. So um, it, it, they were just like, hey, we want your what you bring as far as uh, your interview style and your kind of content. We want to bring that over to TSN. I was like, yeah, cool. This would be amazing. And it was amazing. It was there from 2011 to 2019 and had an incredible run there as well. Uh, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, that, that does. Um, and actually, my uh, kind of continuing on of that question was, out of all the uh, athletes you've been able to interview and chat with, who was your favorite to interview? Um, okay, I'm, actually, I'm going to say outside of Kobe Bryant, because we're going to go get to Kobe in a second, because I know that that's okay. a whole other discussion point. So outside of Kobe, who would be one of your top uh, interviewers to watch, or sorry, to chat with? Um, uh, well, in uh, in hockey, I loved interviewing Mike Richards and Ryan Getzlav and Jared Stoll, too. Like, I would because I would totally invade their actually, there's a bunch hockey dudes are amazing. CFL guys were the most fun and they're the most open to my dumb ideas. Um, baseball, Jose Batista and David Ortiz, that's like made himself available to me when he wouldn't make himself available to other people. One time we did the sketch where he was eating a hot dog outside of the sky dome about 90 minutes before the first pitch. And people that were looking at him were like, that can't really be Jose Batista. He was in a full uniform. And I was doing some sketch on the top of the friggin' sky, uh, CN Tower. Um, and then in, um, Basketball, I loved interviewing Steve Nash because his sense of humor is so dry and he's so quick. And I did enjoy interviewing Kyle Lowry. Uh, and then in football, Aaron Rodgers has been amazing. J.J. Watt was a lot of fun. Uh, football guys are awesome too. Like NFL dudes and CFL dudes are awesome. So hopefully, uh, yeah, I've, I've had like a bunch of like great, great experiences. And, and uh, thankfully, uh, and uh, I was like trying to catalog like which – yeah. were the most fun. Like I got to drink from the Stanley cup and I did not earn that privilege to do so. But actually I ate cereal out of the Stanley cup twice because of Mike Richards, I ate captain crunch and lucky charms. Um, and you know, like I'm just some chubby reporter from Toronto. I got to experience these life moments uh, at work. So it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. We had a fan question coming in um, that they, they wanted to find out which iconic moment did you like more? Hotesta, oh, sorry, Jose Bautista's Game 5 bat flip or Kawhi Leonard's Game 7 buzzer beater shot? You wow, have. what a great question. I was at both of those events, like in the building. And um, wow, that's amazing. Um, well, Bautista hit that home run in the seventh inning. So uh, the game wasn't quite over yet, but the euphoria was was insane and 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 like because i was in i was in i was at the sky dome the the audience we watched the flight of the ball we didn't see the bat flip until hours later until it started appearing on our phones so we were just jumping i was with my boy nigel and we were just going nuts but then there was still like two more innings to be played now Kawhi shot i had the fortune of, of doing post-game interviews with uh i think it was that day was with nick stauskas so immediately after Kawhi hits the shot, we have to go live. So 
we celebrated as fans, but then we had to compose ourselves and like, okay, what are we going to talk about for three minutes? Because there's like multiple crews ca- uh, covering different facets of the game. So Jack and Leo and uh, Rod Black, they had, you know, three elements that they're going to cover. We had to quickly figure out what we're going to cover a little bit differently than what those guys covered. So it was like very hectic. So I guess I enjoyed Batista's moment more because I was a fan and Kawhi's moment a little bit less because as soon as we finished celebrating, jumping up and down for 45 seconds, then we had to like, you know, stop sweating and then just be live on to, hey, all right, well, let's go down to Scotia Bank and get giddy like a child. Because that's how I experience sports. I didn't let it. Uh, I, I'm not jaded at all. Hey, I mean, and I wasn't being sarcastic either. Hey, I, I get you. I was there. I was in the building with uh, Bautista's bat flip. And for me, I think after that happened, I started running. I was in the 500s. I was in row one. I started bolting myself up the 500 section to like row 10 or 15, just high-fiving people as like, I was just so thrilled about that. So I get you. Don't worry. That's the appropriate reaction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, actually talking about basketball and Kobe Bryant, you guys got to build such a relationship, not like within work, but also outside of work. What was your favorite moment with Kobe and what was that relationship like? The relationship was like, um, uh, I, I know. It's, I'll, I'll I'll edit that by saying I know that there's you could go on for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, no, I, I won't. I won't. I won't be. I won't bore you uh, with um, unnecessary details. The relationship was like kind of like Big Brother, Little Brother. Although I was a year older, but I certainly acted like the the kid brother in a way, and he was the older brother, just like taking shots, and which is fine because that's how I set up our relationship on camera. Uh, I guess my favorite experience was um, hmm, every time that he let me hug him because uh, and he wouldn't like he'd be resist. Maybe maybe the first I don't know. It was between flying in a helicopter with him and then the time that he sent me to Compton. He sent me to a church in Compton. So like those were those were pretty and like even pitching him the idea of flying in a helicopter. Uh, was still like incredible because we were at this dinner at this event and um, but um, yeah I just I just cherish all the moments that I had with Pete. Yeah, it's definitely like I know that from some of the film that I've watched of you from when you did the reports of, of stuff that we would see to stuff that we don't see, it was just truly that little brother big brother moment for sure. Um, we have a couple questions that came in. Um, oh, they're just saying that they've met you. So that's cool. So a lot of people are saying that they've met you um, and they're really thrilled of like all the work that you've done. As you mentioned, you now work at Bleacher Report. What's that like now working for them? Uh, I know you touched on it a little bit earlier, but compared to the work that you did on TSN. It's different because um, it's a it's a more social platform. So Bleacher is like huge in the digital space and they have this incredible community of active, like engaged commenters and people who love the post. Bleacher's very quick with memes and just reacting to huge moments in real time and then making them conversation pieces. Like LeBron can drop 50 and immediately there's a there's a graphic of LeBron with like a flame on his on his hand or like the Thanos infinity glove, you know, if he wins a champion. I don't know. It's they're just very it's just very quick. So it's really cool to be a part of an organization who before at TSN, I would look sort of with, um, I don't want to say jealous, but I was professionally jealous of how quick 
and how mobile and how incredible their their Bleach Reports content was. And I would say, like internally at TSN, like, oh, we got to get on Bleach Reports level because they're just doing some incredible stuff. Now to be here to see how it works on the inside has been awesome. So it's like it's it's um, going to lead to some great opportunities. In fact, it did lead me to one uh, back in November. I got to host an NBA season preview show with Shaquille O'Neal, Reggie Miller, and Chris Webber. And um, it was an hour show. I'd never done anything like that before. And I don't know if I would have gotten that uh, opportunity at TSN. So, like, as soon as I got here, I got this, like, career highlight. And it was better than I could ex- have expected or imagined. Awesome. Um, we also have a couple of viewers watching the end uh, that are uh, Special Olympic athletes. And as we both know, you're a big fan of our friend of Special Olympics. We've hung out at motion ball events, things like that. What's been your biggest motion ball uh, event or um, kind of memory that you have uh, from your time in Toronto? Uh, well, the galas are always awesome. Those are great celebrations of the year. Actually, it's one of the earlier events in the year. Um, I did the marathon of sport once and it really kicked my butt. The ultimate Frisbee, I used to just make fun of people doing that. And it's way harder than it looks. Um, and then I've hosted, I've hosted a handful cause, uh, Paul Everington and I became really good friends and those are always fun. Cause I, I'm, I'm just a little bit of a loose cannon. So, you know, once a few adult beverages get in my system, I'm liable to go off script a little bit. So those are, I've always had a great time at motion ball events and, and, uh, uh, yeah, hosting them, I think, is probably the most fun. Well, hey, maybe you'll uh, host one in Vegas and a bunch of us can come down and be part of that, right? One of these days, for sure. My last question for you before we let you go is we have a bunch of your uh, viewers from the U.S. that watch you on Bleacher Report, but also a bunch of your fans from TSN and Toronto. What's one message you just want to say hi to, like, to say to everyone before we let you go today? Well, I have immense gratitude for people spending time with anything that I do interview-wise or maybe taking in a post or commenting on a post or watching, spending time watching one of my silly interviews or one of the, the shows that I'm doing at Bleach Report, like the betting show or the game show. So I'm just very grateful that people will spend time, even if it's like 13 seconds or that some people will watch the whole video. So I really appreciate that. And I would just, um, and I would say, yeah, I would say, Thank you very, very much. Awesome. Well, Cabby, thank you so much for joining us. Um, no problem, Ryan. It's good to see you, man. Pleasure seeing you. And uh, hopefully when all this um, COVID stuff is over, we will get together and have one or two of those adult beverages. Yes, sir. I look forward to it. All right, man. Take care. and uh, You too, brother. Okay, you too. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye.